Hello and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Dina Rhodes. Let's get started. This week on TTELT, we're talking about WhatsApp speaking teams. What's WhatsApp speaking teams? Well, let's find out. WhatsApp is communicate is a communications app that you can use on your on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. With WhatsApp, you can text, you can call, you can even have a video call, and you can send voice messages. So if you don't already have WhatsApp, go to whatsapp.com to create your own free account. So now we're going to talk about why I think you should use WhatsApp with your students. It's an easy way to stay connected to your students. You can send them homework assignments. You can um, send them reminders like, don't forget to bring da 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 da, da to class today. And um, also, your students can ask you questions in a less threatening way. So if sometimes they might not want to ask a question in class, but they might feel more comfortable um, sending you a quick message on WhatsApp, especially if it's something that they're used to using all the time to connect with everyone else in their lives. And for many students, WhatsApp is their primary connection, and it might be for you too. In a lot of countries, it is. And I want to remind you too that in this um, session, we're going to be using WhatsApp, but you can use other ones. I, you know, I've done this with WeChat, QQ, Viber. Um, Facebook Messenger, any of those are possible. So I think it's most important to use whatever um, tool your students are used to using, whatever way they're used to communicating, whichever one of these apps they're used to communicating with, um, that's probably the best one to use for this activity because your students are going to be frustrated if it's like, ah, oh, one more thing I have to download. But, you know, if you can find one that most of your students are on, then that's probably the best one for you to use. And actually, the first time I did this, I used QQ because I was in China. And I used it again with WeChat while I was in China. And, um, and I've done it several times uh, with WhatsApp since I left China. And I've also done it with Viber. So there's just, there's lots of different ways that you can do it on a lot of different apps. So now I'm going to talk to you about the instructions that I gave my students when I've, the times that I've done this activity with my students. So the first thing I do is I ask them to take out their phone, which of course they love to do. They're like, Ooh, it's going to be fun. We get to use our phone. All right. And then I ask them to open their WhatsApp. And then of course they love their WhatsApp. So they're even more excited. And then I let them know that they're going to be getting into a team with um, their classmates on WhatsApp. And so um, they do that. And then I, I tell them now they've got their phone and they're ready to go. I say, okay, now um, I give these instructions because right now I'm teaching online. So in the breakout rooms, I want them to share their WhatsApp number with their team. So I put them in a breakout room so that they can um, share those numbers with just their team members. And while they're in the breakout room, I want them to give their team a fun name. Okay, so you um, you're watching the video, you can see that this is Team Ants. And they chose to be Team Ants because they had just finished um, watching Ant-Man. And so several of them had anyway. And so they were 
interested in ants at the time. And so that's why they're team ants. And then this is the clincher after they've, you know, they've got their team ready and they, um, they've given it a fun name. And then I tell them, okay, now that you have your team, now add me. So however many teams you've got going in your class, depending on how large your class is, you might have 20 students, which means you probably have about five teams of four students. That's usually what I would do, is about five teams that have four students. Um, if you have a bigger class, you're gonna have more groups and you can decide if you want them to be four or five students, how many you want to be in the group. Um, and then you get to have fun. And as soon as they're like, ooh, we get to have our teacher's phone number or, um, or get to have our teacher's WeChat. Uh, so um, that's, that can be fun. And, um, and if you're a little uh, hesitant to give your students your number, maybe you can have, um, if you're using WeChat, you can have an alternative WeChat that's only for them. Or maybe you have an alternative Facebook page and Facebook Messenger that's just for your students. But some, some teachers are a little hesitant to give out their home information, but um, I gave them my WhatsApp number and, um, and this is how we did the, uh, the activity. Okay, so with their WhatsApp teams, now that they have their teams set up, I asked them to type their name, whichever one they use in class. Some people like to use their real name. Some people like to have an English name for their English class. But whatever name you go have them go by, make sure you do that because otherwise it gets tricky for you. And then if you have students from several different countries, then I ask them to put in their country and their hometown. And hometown's really interesting, especially if you have students from the same country, but they are from several different cities or several different neighborhoods. And, um, and then I give them some topic to, that they're going to be, that they might be interested in. So I say, okay, now write your favorite book or write the name of your favorite movie or if whatever topic, it could be a topic that you're talking about recently. If you've been talking about um, uh, travel, maybe you can say your favorite city to travel to. So give them some topic to kind of get them started on the conversation. But this is um, the basic information that I have them type in and for me, this was the most important thing that I learned the hard way, is that I want them to write down the, this information about themselves at the beginning because then I know as they go through, I know who is who because sometimes people um, in their different um, WhatsApp uh, groups that they don't have their real name there. So they might have a different name and I, I need to be able to connect who's, you know, who is this um, icon of like, if I've got an icon of Iron Man, I need to know that that's Henry. And if I've got an icon of a flower, I need to know that that flower is Sarah. Okay, so, um, so I asked them to write all this information down at the beginning. So then I know who is who in my class. And especially if you've got a really big class, this is very important information. Okay. And then I give them the assignment, all right? And this is the assignment that I give my students. I said, after class, you're gonna chat with your team and you can chat about anything you want um, the first time, that's the first assignment. And, um, but this time you're gonna use the audio function. So the audio function means that they're gonna talk orally into their phone and not to text, but to, create a conversation. So they're gonna talk, start 
practicing their speaking on WhatsApp. And they get a little, woo, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> you get a lot of uh, commotion happening in class, but they, they also are a little excited about it. And then I give them the rules and you can have whatever rules you want, but I came up with these rules after doing this a few different times um, because some students will kind of do things their own way if you don't give them some rules. Okay, so I said each team member, each team member uh, must send at least four audio messages in English that are at least 10 seconds long. And you might think, oh, this is super easy, but if you're not uh, a much of a speaker, 10 seconds can seem like a really long time to be speaking in English. And before I made this rule, I would have one student is like, okay, so tell me about your favorite movie. And another student would just say, Iron Man. And the other students would say, okay, and uh, tell me what you like to eat for dinner. And they would just say, ramen. And I'm like, that's really not a conversation. I really wanted them to be really speaking. So I wanted um, to get, really get the students going. So that's why I made the 10 second rule. And this is another important rule that I made after learning the hard way is that I said, okay, now once you've spoken for 10 seconds, you have to wait for someone to respond to um, each of your audio messages so that you're creating a conversation. So there's one person talking and another person responding or your message doesn't count as one of your four, like the, the next one won't count. Um, so each time you have, you respond to someone, then that counts as one of your four. So I had this several times and it still happens, even though I make this rule, it still happens. At least one student will, um, just talk for 10 seconds da, 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 and stop and then talk for 10 seconds again and then stop and they don't wait for anyone else to talk and they think okay I've spoke for 40 seconds I did my assignment and that's not true and then I come back in and I say okay that only counted for one of your four because you're not having a conversation with your classmates you're just talking you're monologuing so I wanted them to really get used to having a conversation and so that's why I really emphasize that Okay, and then I give them the due date, whatever. I used give them at least a week. So um, if we were meeting on, say this was our Wednesday class, I'm like, okay, and you have until next Tuesday midnight to get this done so that when we meet on Wednesday class, everyone has had their four times that they spoke with their um, classmates. So, and like I said, you can say, okay, this is really easy, but in the beginning, it's not so easy for many of your students. And then, I, of course, I told them, I'm like, don't feel like you're limited just speaking four times for 10 seconds. If you want to talk more, you, you go for it. If you want to talk for 30 seconds, a minute, if you want to talk 10 times, if you have a lot to, you want to say, you can talk as much as you want with your teammates. But the minimum is you speak four times for 10 seconds. And um, some of the teams take this and they go with it and they have all kinds of crazy conversations and some do just the minimum. And sometimes you get some students that are, you know, that talk a lot and then some of their teammates are just doing their 10 seconds. But like I said, for me, I just say, as long as you do your 10 seconds then you have done the assignment. And of course, if you wanna do more, that's gonna improve your participation. 
but at least you've done the assignment if you do four times for 10 seconds. And the next part is actually my favorite part of this assignment is that I get to listen to what they said because like I said, I'm on each of the teams, right? So I, uh, when I first introduced this idea to other teachers, they're like, oh, that must take so much time to listen to this. But really it didn't because um, once you click on a conversation, the first, you go back to the beginning of where they started speaking, it just keeps going. You don't have to keep going, click, click, click. It just keeps going. The conversation just keeps going and going and you can just listen to it like you would, like a live conversation. And so, um, I usually will listen to it on headphones when I'm on like the bus or the train. I'll just be listening and laughing as I listen to their conversations because my students are really funny. And sometimes while I'm getting ready for bed, while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm listening to these conversations. And um, like I said, they entertain me. And usually because I'm on the train or on the bus, I just take a few notes on my phone if I hear them using a vocabulary word wrong, or if I hear the same grammar mistake happening over and over again, I'll say, you know what, that's something I want to review in class because I'm noticing a lot of students are making those same mistakes. So um, I will, I'll, I'll, jot, I'll just jot a few notes down. And, um, <laughs> and it's really, <laughs> it really is pretty fun. And you'll notice, um, you might ask like, how do you know how do you keep track of the students and how they, uh, whether they have spoken four times or not? And one of the things I like um, that's uh, that's really good with WhatsApp is that you can put a star on certain um, certain things that the students have said. Um, so every time one student has um, said something for more than ten seconds, and uh, then I will put a star on that one. I'm like, okay, that's one of their four, and if they didn't wait for someone to respond before they spoke again, then I won't, I won't put a star on the next one. And so I'll wait until I, I see that they have spoken for, um, they've, they've got another student who's spoken for 10 seconds and then I put a star and then I, I do that. So um, for example, I have one student who, um, his name is Alex and he spoke for 18 seconds. And so I was like, okay, great job, Alex. And I put a star, but then he spoke again for 14 seconds. He didn't wait for somebody else to reply. So that one doesn't count. So I don't put a star next to that one. And then Becca speaks for uh, 39 seconds. Good honor. She spoke for 39 seconds. And, um, and I put a star next to what she said. And then Alex replied, but Alex only replied for nine seconds. And okay, you might say, okay, this is the first time. So I might, if he hadn't spoken anymore, I might say, all right, I'll give you this time. I'll count that, that nine seconds the first time. But I'll tell him, you, you got to get used to doing 10 seconds. So, um, so yeah, so I, I wouldn't count, especially with Alex. He loves to talk. So I didn't need to count the nine second one. I just waited for him to um, to say uh, to speak for ten seconds again, and then I counted that. So I count all the stars for each student, and as soon as I get to four stars for that student, I'm like, okay, this week Alex has met his requirement, and if he still keeps talking on and on, I might put like an extra, I don't know, check or star next to his name to be like, okay, he's really on it this week. He's he's done more than the minimum, and um, and so I might do that with each student. 
um, each week that I give this assignment. And I don't normally give it every week. I usually um, will do it for one week and then maybe take a week off and then say, okay, we're gonna do another audio um, team assignment. And because um, I think if I do it every week, they'll get a little over it. And I'll be like, oh, again, with the audio assignment. But you'd be surprised. Sometimes they do it even when I don't give them the assignment. They'll still use that group to chat with each other in English, even when there's no assignment that they have to do. And like I said, I usually will kind of have some general feedback that I give the students. And um, and so this is, I, I just said like, oh, most of you did such a really great job. And here are a few expressions that I heard some people struggling with. And so I'll teach them in class um, if uh, they're having some struggles. Like, um, for example, one of the teams was talking about how they were asking each other like what they do to stay fit or how they stay healthy. And so they were struggling with that terminology. So because it was something that they really were interested in talking about, I said, okay, I'm gonna teach them, teach the class this terminology. How do you talk about keeping fit and staying healthy and you know, and your, your diet or your exercise routine? And so uh, I gave them the expressions to talk about that. And um, and then uh, I also had, of course, they, they like to talk about movies. So I also um, talked to them about the difference between character and role and actor, because they, when they were talking about movies, they were kind of confusing those terms a lot. And so I showed them some examples. Okay, this is a character. This is a role. This is an actor. These are how these words are used when you're talking about movies. And so um, we talked a lot about that. It was, uh, and it was, so they're learning the vocabulary that they want to use, having the conversation with the topics that they want to talk about. Especially, like I said, the first week that I give this assignment, I let them talk about whatever they want. And I just tell them it's just four times for 10 seconds. And then as we go, I might you know, make it more like, okay, this time you have to talk six times for 15 seconds, you know, and kind of build up their speaking. Uh, and um, it can be really fun. And you might ask, but okay, why do you know, why did you think that this was important? And one of the main reasons is while I was in China, the first time I did this, I was in China and my classes were huge. And you might have classes that are really big too, where you've got more than 50 students in your class. And if you've got that many students in class, you might find that your really talkative students don't get a, as many opportunities to talk as you would really like them to be able to, to have as what, and, and as they would like to be able to have because they really want to be practicing their speaking in English. And when you've got your shy students, that really need a little push, those ones that 10 seconds is really hard, those students, they really, they need that little push to, to be able to speak for 10 seconds. And you'd be surprised by the end of this course, my 10 seconds were, they were really getting good at speaking longer, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. And by the end, they were speaking much longer than they needed to for the requirement um, and getting much more fluent. And I was so excited to hear that a lot of my really, um, shyer students and the ones who weren't really keen to speak at the beginning were really starting to um, pick it up and and by the end of the course they were they were doing really well. And another thing I noticed is that many of my students were just really uncomfortable speaking English with other L1 speakers. So that, um, especially in China they're like well I just feel really weird 
speaking English with Chinese speakers. And I said, but actually, these are the perfect people to practice with because they're in your class for one thing. So you know a lot of the same vocabulary. Um, they're around your same age. So you, you have a lot of the same interests. So there's a lot of things that you want to be able to say um, together. There's a lot of things that you could talk about together. Um, they're about the same level of English, so uh, you can speak about the same speed and they won't mind if you make mistakes because you make similar mistakes. So they're like the perfect person to you, for you to be practicing with. And I really wanted them to kind of get over that, that hump, that idea that this is something that, um, that I don't feel comfortable doing. I don't feel comfortable speaking English with people who speak my first language. And so I thought, well, if I do this course and I really encourage them, then maybe some of them will take it on and they'll realize that it's really not that weird to speak English with people who uh, have the same first language as me. And um, some of them really did take it on. And uh, they, like, I had well, one, it was only one of my team, so I can't say, oh, you know, this was a, happened to everybody. But I had one team where uh, at least a couple of the members really loved speaking in English and they were so excited to have someone to speak in English with. And they kept going with the group long after the course ended. I would just look at my um, my WeChat because we were using WeChat at the time. I was, I'm like, oh, wow, this, this team's talking. And then I, and sometimes I think they forget that I'm on the team. So I would just listen. But uh, And in this assignment, my plan was really for them to practice speaking. So I didn't critique what they said directly. I didn't say, you know, you know come in and, and speak. And I rarely would actually talk during the conversation. I sometimes would text at the end, like when they finished their um, their conversation for the week and I knew that everyone had hit the mark. And I would say, great job this week, you guys. Um, and But I would rarely say anything myself during their conversation because I wanted them to, you know, just be talking and, and carry on their own conversation. If they got really off track and started talking about something that they, shouldn't be talking about with their teacher listening or if they were saying wrong information about like an assignment like if they were somebody was saying we have to read page 56 and it was actually page 55 I would come in and say actually no the, the homework assignment is page 55 and they'd say okay thanks teacher and um and we'd move on but it, it's um most of the time I would just listen and um let them do their thing and often I'm listening you know, a few hours or even maybe a day or two after they've had their conversation. So, um, so it's hard, it's kind of hard for me to kind of break into the conversation anyway. So the idea is for them to practice, not for me to butt into the conversation. It's, I'm just kind of like an observer. And I, but I do kind of text afterwards and say, you guys did a great job. Or, hey, don't you know your assignment is due in a few hours and you haven't had a conversation yet? Like, get on it. Yeah. So, so those are the only times that I would actually say much in the in the groups. So what have we learned about WhatsApp today? That it's an easy and fun to create speaking teams with your students. That your students will be able to build stronger connections with their classmates by having these WhatsApp teams. And um, WhatsApp teams are an engaging and effective way to do all, uh, some informal speaking assessment for your students. You can. Um, listen and realize who are your uh, stronger speakers and who are your weaker speakers. And you might already know I um, had a 
fairly good idea of who my stronger speakers are and my weaker speakers. And I try to mix in a couple of each in each team. But um, it's good to, to have that verified with this type of activity and to also see how your weaker ones grow. And even your stronger ones get stronger because they see a, this as a place where they're like, all oh, right, this is a place where I can really practice. And um, so, yeah, you get to see how they improve in their speaking. So, yeah, it's a great informal assessment for their speaking. And... So this is what I hoped you had learned, but what have you learned? If you'd like to share your ideas of what you learned about using WhatsApp in this episode, then please share your ideas at ttelt.org. You can send us a voicemail or you can just email me at ttelt.org, ttelt.info at gmail.com. And this month, the TTLT workshop that I'll be leading is on WhatsApp and we'll be doing more activities with WhatsApp in the classroom. But yeah, so we'll be talking about different ways that we can use WhatsApp with our students. And the first workshop is going to be Thursday, December 10th at 11 p.m. GMT. And the second one will be Friday, December 11th at 12.30 GMT, 12.30 p.m. GMT. And the last one will be um, Saturday, December 12th at 7 a.m. GMT. And remember, this is the same workshop three times. So just pick the one time that's the best for your time zone. I do it three times so that you don't have to do this workshop at four o'clock in the morning or um, at a really strange hour. So just pick the one that's best for you. It's the same workshop all three times. So don't feel like you need to go to all three. Just choose one. Okay, and remember, don't forget to use a converter so that you know what time it starts converted to your local time. I always put everything in GMT because I have people coming to my workshops from all over the world. I don't know what city you're in. So please um, use the converter like worldtimebuddy.com or another one, any converter that you want. And of course, if you haven't already signed up for TTLT workshops, go to our workshop page at ttlt.org and you can sign up there. Just click the little blue bar and sign up and then I will email you the links to all of these workshops. And the, yeah, do that. And also this week we have um, a couple more workshops going from our guest speakers. So we have um, Beth Trudell, which will be giving us a workshop on student engagement. And she's gonna be giving that workshop Friday, December 4th at 11 p.m. GMT, which is gonna be 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for her. She's in San Francisco. And so this should be really good. If you haven't watched our episode yet on student engagement, I definitely recommend it, go for it. And Armin is going to be uh, doing a workshop on Padlets. And he told us a lot about Padlets in his episode, but uh, he's going to be talking more and kind of walking us through how to set up Padlets and how to use Padlets in our classroom on uh, Saturday, December 5th at uh, 2 p.m. GMT, which will be 10 a.m. for him in New York, okay? And next week, also in New York, we have um, uh, Laura Connor, who already gave us some great vocabulary teaching tips in her episode, but she's going to talk a lot more about vocabulary acquisition and 
how to make words stick, how to stick those words in your students' brains so that they can use them whenever they want. So she's got a lot of great ideas. So really hope that you'll be able to join us in her workshop, which is going to be December 11th at 7.30 a.m. GMT, which will be 3.30 p.m. for her in New York. And I really want to thank everyone who has been participating. You guys have been doing such a great job. And um, really, I love the people who are coming to the workshops. They're um, coming and they're, uh, they seem to be benefiting a lot. And it's going really great. And they're inviting all of their friends to come too and subscribing to the podcast and the YouTube channel. So if you haven't done those things already, please do come to our workshops. Um, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, rate it, review it. All of these things are going to help spread TTLT to more teachers so that more English language teachers will know that TTLT exists, which would be awesome, right? And uh, we had a, a lot of fun at our last workshop. And um, But you don't have to take my word for it. I would love for you to listen to, to some of the feedback that we got from some of the participants at the last workshop. Okay, so yeah, so this, uh, there's a lot of teachers that are coming to the workshops. I'm really learning a lot and benefiting from it, but you don't have to take my word for it. You can listen to what they had to say about the end of the last workshop we did. Thank you, Dr. Gina, this was wonderful. I'm glad you found it helpful. Thank you, thank you very much. I, I really learned, I really learned a, a lot, thank you. Good, I'm glad you learned a lot. Thank you a lot. Thanks a lot. So again, if you would like to be part of the TTL team, you can um, go to our website and check everything out. Send us a voicemail at ttlt.org. Um, send me a message at ttltinfo at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to become a member of our Patreon account, patreon.com slash ttelt. You get everything early there. You don't have to wait for the um, you don't have to wait for the specific time. If you're a patron on Patreon, then you get everything as soon as it's completed. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel, as I mentioned, and um, make sure that you um, write a review and rate it so that we can spread the word about TTELT. And of course, if you haven't already joined our Facebook group, it's uh, TTELT is the name of the Facebook group. and uh, we hope that you'll also follow us on Twitter at TTLT1 and on Instagram at T.TELT. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.